Oh, are you recording this? About yep, recording your voice right now. Top notch. Top notch. Spew stuff, baby. Mom, you're doing handstand pushups. Use that one for your podcast. Ridiculous, incredible community CrossFit. Welcome to the Top Notch Podcast, a resource of CrossFit regeneration. Follow the show at twitter.com slash topnotchpodcast, online at topnotchpodcast.com, on SoundCloud, and on Apple iTunes. Now, here are your Top Notch hosts, John Stammerman and Charlie Sims. Hey, buddy. <laughs> oh, long time no make podcasting. Hey, Charlie. <laughs> oh, it feels like it's been forever since I've seen you. <laughs> Not really. See you every day, but well, most every day, <laughs> more or less. Basically, yeah. So we haven't uh, we haven't sat down to uh, El Podcast <laughs> in a while. That's Spanish. For those of you Spanish speakers out there, please don't hate us. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, L is a real Spanish word. <laughs> All right, it's a real Spanish word, isn't it? Uh, yeah. It's a- okay. Perfect. See, we're on the right track. <laughs> Yeah, it's an article. It's a word. Yeah, I think it means the right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So it has been a while. <laughs> we our opens are always the best. Yep. Best part of our part. podcasting. We just do those and that's it. <laughs> open, so, open and buy and then start. All going. right. See you guys next time. Yeah. <laughs> we could do one every day. Yeah, we, <laughs> we could. It'd be way easier. So yes, it has been a very, very, very long time. I think Chris Chandler gave up on us. <laughs> Hopefully he's listening now. Sorry, Chris. Yeah, we're, we're back in the swing, Chris. But yeah, it's been a while, so there's been so much that's happened since we've last gotten together. I think there's been like a new CrossFit Games Champions crown. I don't remember crown. when the last podcast we made was. I know we, it was our dad's. Yeah, it was, it was in the it spring. Was our dad's. The door was open. Yes. So it was at least cool enough to do that. Yep, yeah. So it's, it's been a while. It's been like at least two or three months, I feel like. We're re- fully rested. Yeah. <laughs> we really are rested ready for, well. ready for a strong, you know, go at it. Now, right, I yeah. Cross the games happen, yeah. Regionals, the games, we have... Can we talk about regionals or the games? Yeah. Uh, what else? There's been competitions happening around mm-hmm. this place. Yeah. Since then, throwdowns, like local throwdowns, people have gone out and won. Yeah. Uh, we're podiumed on which is really cool there's been uh, programming changes that have happened so there's a lot of stuff yeah a lot of stuff and in that time i know you've been taking note of many different things and and i know like we've there's i know there's a couple things you and i talked about as the grim as the grim as the gym grows (laughs) as the grim goes That's my Spanish coming back. <laughs> um, there's, you know, there's, there's kind of unwritten rules. I think that we all kind of know and understand that we were passed down to us as we started. Um, and what's crazy to think of myself as almost being here for two years, being a gym veteran, air quotes. Um, but you know, one of the things I know you've been doing is trying to kind of take notes of those things and actually write them up as a legit set of. You know, here's here's how the gym runs. Here's some rules we should all think about and abide by. Um, and most of them, I think, are, you know, more or less the same things we all have known, you know, or a lot of us, a lot of the veterans have known since we started. Um, but probably a good idea to 
formalize it. To formalize that yeah, and formalize this stuff. Get it all out there. Yeah, I've been on a quest, personal quest to uh, quest for fun. Ensure that this place is always improving, and um, you know, each week I come up with a few different applications that I'm going to accomplish this week, and it's like specific to trying to move the needle, right? in a positive direction for this gym, this community, the people here, myself, that kind of thing. And uh, the first one that <laughs> the first one that came up was we need to get on the same page, not just with the staff, um, but with the people here, the, the, the folks who trust us with their fitness. And you're one of them. Yep. Um, and we can hear the barbells banging and clanging in the other room right now. And I think that it's just necessary and important to kind of think through some of this stuff. So yeah. my, my thought was, and we talked about this beforehand, is to, uh, I'd like to read through the whole, you know, big, long thing of rules. And then uh, and then we can kind of take it apart piece yep. by piece yep. and like talk through that if we need to. And we'll, so, uh, before you start, mm -hmm. we're going to, we're gonna, the plan is to post this stuff up too, yep. right? So yeah. somewhere in on the premises, but also probably on the website somewhere. I'm gonna have a video. Okay. It's gonna be all officialized. You, <laughs> officialized. Guys gonna, you guys are gonna get the long hand version, which is what I'm getting ready to read. Right. Uh, multiple places, and then there will also be the bullet point version, uh, also posted up on the walls and easy to find. Right. Uh, yeah. So that um, you know, we know who to throw a punch when. Uh, <laughs> right. MMA style. Yeah. Well, the other thing. So the only thing before you get started. That I know you're, you'll get to this point, but I thought it would be good to share it early too. Is and especially as new people come in, and you know they they don't also know it's the culture of I think part of part of especially new being for myself like was asking or talk communicating with your coach, asking for help. I know you're going to get to some of that stuff, but um, I, I know people think that you are you are you're very busy and your schedule is very tight a lot of times, but I would think you would still say like you're also open to have a conversation with anyone that has a question, concern, idea, you know, recommendation. Of course, that would benefit the all the athletes in the gym. You're always yeah, open I mean, to come. If, if I get through this and you're like, oh man, I just think this is a necessary rule that we need to add to the list. Come and talk to me. It may or may not get added. Sure. Know, don't get your feelings hurt if right. I decide that that's not a right. necessary add. But um, you know. Like, for example, I wanted a popsicle stand, and he said no. I tried. I yeah. tried it. It just wasn't going to fit within our values. And so, you know. <laughs> no popsicles. <laughs> Although the kids' program is... Oh, that's true. Yeah, maybe, popsicles left and right. Maybe I'm just in the wrong program. <laughs> All right. So anyway, yeah, with that said, you guys are welcome. To I'm asking you to please give me input. Um, I'm, I have blind spots. The, uh, that's the reality of being a person. We all have blind spots. <laughs> Very true. Um, I cannot see what's going on behind me right now. <laughs> uh, you can. And so that's the benefit of having a friend that's willing to, to tell me that stuff. You know, sometimes it's the idea of your zipper is down and you don't realize it. <laughs> your friend tells you that. Wait, are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> your friend tells you that in a way that, you know, it keeps you from becoming an embarrassment for yourself. Right. So anyway. All right. So here are, I call it the ropes and the rules of CrossFit Regeneration. Uh, it has come to my attention that CrossFit Regeneration is the, quote, relaxed gym. It is the place to go, and uh, it's the place to go and do whatever you want. In some ways, I like this. I'm a relaxed person. Most of you know this. Uh, but in other ways, it's something that needs to be fixed. 
In the sport of boxing, there's freedom for the boxer to go anywhere he or she wants within the realm of the ring. But there's a limit to that freedom. The boxer is disqualified anytime they leave the confines of the ropes or the rules of boxing. Inside the ring is a sport called boxing, and that sport has a list of rules that govern the game. The ropes represent the outer limits of acceptable travel within the scope of the boxing game, and the rules constitute what define acceptable and unacceptable behavior while inside the ring. Within, within these parameters, there is complete freedom. Uh, I'm, I'm not a huge boxer. Right. I'm a boxing fan. However, <laughs> I love Rocky and Creed. <laughs> so, so uh, therefore, the we're, metaphor, we're doing this with boxing. The metaphor holds. Yeah. In a similar way, being a member or a coach at CrossFit Regeneration means that you and I willfully embrace the responsibility to play by the rules and to stay inside the ropes. We're convinced uh, that if you feel safe doing something you think is fun with people you enjoy under the care and guidance of experts, then you will be, uh, then there will be no goal or accomplishment or personal reality that will fall outside of your reach. We exist here to transform your life. In other words, we're happy to help you regenerate. And we're pretty good at that. Okay, so here are the ropes. Um, by joining our community, you'll experience three expectations that will serve as boundaries of acceptable travel. Within these boundaries, there exists complete freedom. Number one, I will make this my priority. In order to succeed, you will have to become self-focused. That does not mean selfish. Nobody likes selfish people. But you will have to take personal responsibility to show up and do the work. Come to class and do what you're told. Get feedback. Be safe and push yourself beyond what's comfortable. Strive for improvement every day. Then go home and do what's best for your 90-year-old self. That's 90. I don't know if I said that right. Not, not today's self, your 90-year-old self. Yeah. Pay attention to your nutrition and get plenty of sleep and focus on quality. We're not expecting perfection on these things. In fact, it's, it's weird to be around perfect people. Perfect people kind of make us feel awkward. Right. Um, so, like, don't be the guy at the party that doesn't take a piece of birthday cake. Right. Because, you know, my CrossFit coach told me to change it. But Try. Right? Aim, aim for uh, constant improvement. Your aim to, should be to turn your life into your own personal science experiment. Try things. See what works and what doesn't, and then apply wisdom to it. Always seek ways of improving your recovery at home. Number two, I will be a good teammate. We are seeking to establish a culture of success built around positivity, encouragement, helpfulness, and accountability. Our expectation is that you would contribute to that culture. The success of each individual within our community will, to some degree, be a result of all of us coming together to make that happen. And one bad domino can ruin the whole thing for everyone else. This means that complaining will be kept to a minimum. I know we all have bad days, but you know when you're being a jerk. Don't do that. Don't talk bad about people behind their backs. Don't hold grudges, etc. Instead, seek to help out. Consider ways that you can make someone else's day better. If you need to vent to a listening and caring ear, we're here for you. After all, we're all in this together. And third, if I'm having any problems, I will talk to my coach. In order for us to be able to help you, it is important that the communication lines are open and honest. We don't know that you only slept three hours last night if you don't tell us. We don't know that your knee hurts during box jumps unless you tell us. We don't know your history about bulging discs unless you tell us. These things and others are crucial information that will help us give you the, an educated and appropriate coaching time. All right, so those are the ropes. Right? That's the outside ring. You can travel 
wherever you want within that. So here are the rules, right? Here are the kind of the specific, don't punch somebody below the belt. Or right. Whatever the other rules are in boxing. And right, that was yeah. a big one. Um, again, just like in the sport of boxing, there are rules that govern acceptable and unacceptable behavior while within the ring. We have a few of our own. It is the responsibility of each and every member to uphold these rules, and it is the responsibility of the coaching staff to enforce them. Wait. Okay. Heads up. Yeah. yeah. So be early. If you're not early, you're late. Okay. Leave no doubt. If we structure our classes to include warm-ups, technical advice, and other important keys, and it's potentially dangerous, and not to mention rude, to try and jump into a class that's already going. So plan ahead. Get to the gym with enough time to change clothes, use the restroom if you need to, and cut up with your coach and classmates a minute or two before starting the warm-up. Next, the class always takes precedence over open gym. The gym needs, uh, or sorry, the needs of the many supersede the preferences of the few. This means that if you're utilizing open gym during a time when a class is scheduled, you will discuss what you're doing with the coach and then gain permission from them to do your thing. If they say no, you're free to join the class or to come back another time. But if they say yes, you will remain out of the way. What I mean by that is in a different area of the gym or outside of the gym. In addition to that, you will remain quiet. The class gets priority on the equipment, the clock, the sound, etc. Uh, additionally, we have almost a thousand square feet available to hang out and enjoy your friends in the third place. There's couches, there's it's more air conditioned, there's <laughs> drinks, you could enjoy that spot. Right. Instead of hanging out in the gym where you could become a potential distraction to those in class, please enjoy the comfort of our couches. Next, uh, respect the equipment. Never, empty, never drop an empty barbell or a kettlebell. Dropping a heavy barbell is totally cool and there for your safety, but if you just have a 10 or a 15 pound plate on it, please make an effort to put the bar down instead of just dropping it. Those skinny plates break pretty easily. Don't sit on med balls. Etc. Our equipment was expensive, and the more we have to replace it, the more we're going to have to charge you. So I like to only have to charge you as much as I am. Don't want to make it more. Next, uh, clean up and put your toys away. If you get something out, please put it away where it goes. If you don't know, ask your coach or one of the veteran members. Most people know. If, for some reason, you bleed or pee or puke, clean up your DNA. <laughs> we're happy to help, but don't just leave it on the bar or the floor. Also, I hate that this has to be said, but never spit on the floor. That's an inconsiderate jerk move. Um, and we'll all judge you for that. <laughs> Additionally, if you bring stuff into the gym, please take it out with you. This includes your own personal gear, shoes, collars, jump ropes, towels, wrist wraps, belts, clothes, etc. Those all become ours if you decide to make a donation by leaving them laying around. I got a lot of wrist wraps because of that. <laughs> uh, finally, throw away all your own trash. Toss your water bottles, your thumb tape, and your wrist tape, your gum, your paper towels. Put that in the trash can on your way out. Next one, this is like an old school CrossFit staple. Check your ego at the door. Um, this is one of those rules that would be smart to apply everywhere. Uh, but it's especially true in the gym. Somewhere, someone is warming up with your PR. Keep that in mind. <laughs> so don't, don't let a stall in your gains ruin an otherwise great day. Also, please do your best of your ability to uh, don't cheat. I know we're not in a competition and it really doesn't matter here, but your integrity is something that is worth protecting. If you can physically do a legitimate full range of motion rep, do it. 
even if it's hard, especially if it's hard. And don't skip work by using the excuse that you lost count. After all, how you do anything tends to be how you do everything. This is functional fitness after all. And lastly, take personal ownership of this gym. You invest a lot of yourself in this gym. From time to money to social capital, you've put a lot on the line here. Be a contributor, not a leech. It's clear that we have quite a bit going on in a growing community of people flooding in and out of the doors on a daily basis. We expect that you will do your part to ensure that this gym provides an enjoyable experience for everyone while they're here. For parents, please take responsibility of your children. Keep them under control and relatively quiet. If they need to go into the kids' room, take them there. All right, finally, if you have input, whether positive or constructive, my door is always open. I love you all, and I love this gym. Mic drop. Lots of things. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to read it in my professional <laughs> Right. New York's gone. So those were good. And I, I actually think a lot of that stuff, like I said, was stuff that I think, especially those of us who have been around a little while, just kind of assume that everyone knows. Mm -hmm. You know, like especially like the, I think the clean up after yourself, you know, we, we talk about that at the end of every class, like pick up your stuff because there's another class coming in. But, you know, it, even when there's not another class coming in, like, you know, just... There will be tomorrow morning. Yeah, just make sure that there's, mm -hmm. you know, that the space is just as usable as it was when you started. Yeah. You know, like that, if you even think about, like, you'll see us on signs at the beach or like the Boy Scouts, like whenever Girl Scouts, their motto is leave no trace. Yeah. You know, like make it look as if you never were there and it, you know, you did every, you could get every piece of equipment out and put it all back and it would look just as pristine as it was when it started. Yeah. There's um, a difference between walking into, uh, I remember we, my wife and I, we, on our, um, our anniversary, we went to P.F. Chang's for dinner. P.F. Chang's, Cool restaurant, Chinese bistro. They don't even call it a restaurant. Um, we went there and... Uh, Lift straps are amazing, by the way. Very delicious. Yeah. Um, and I went to the bathroom while I was there, right? And they've got, like, mood lighting in their bathrooms, you know? And uh, while I was in there, I looked on the floor right beside the urinal, and there was, like, pee sprinkled on the floor. And I was like, I had this little sense of, like, huh, that's, that's actually kind of a relief, you know? Right. The bathroom was clean, sure. by and large, but there was the fact that there were humans that went in and out of that bathroom on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, and I was like, it's interesting to note, P.F. Chang's has struggles keeping their bathrooms clean, and they probably have somebody going in and out of that bathroom re relatively often to clean it up and make sure it's safe, right. except for people to come in and out of. Um, and then yesterday, this contrast had hit so hard. Yesterday, Carrie and I took Asa to Seneca Park, and we were playing on the playground and just doing some fun things there. And uh, he, he was, like, holding himself, and it was time to go to the potty. And so we ran him off to the bathroom, and every single inch of that bathroom there was absolutely disgusting. Yeah, you Just, don't want to. The last place you ever want to go to the bathroom is a park. I'm stressing right? out about trying to figure out how am I going to get my boy, who just <laughs> figured out how to use the potty relatively oh, recently, right. to do this without contracting HIV or something. <laughs> right. And... I think, like, there's a difference between, you know, you go into P.F. Chains and you try and hit the, you know, the hole. Right. You're aiming. Sure. And sometimes a little dribble happens. Yeah. Right? I don't know what happens with girls. I'm sure the same thing happens. But it's like 
Somebody just got into the bathroom at the, at the freaking park, and they were just like, dancing. Oh, <laughs> you know, doing number two with the dance. And it I was mean, like... They were probably... They had probably partaked in something else before going into said bathroom. Meth, maybe? I don't know. Or they were just off of their like immediate bicycle poop. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it could have been, yeah. But... Uh, I think that there's a contrast there for, right. for a purpose. And, you know, our gym gets used, right? We clean as hard as we can. And I don't expect you guys to clean. I don't expect you guys to, like, get out the scrubber and start scrubbing right. the floors. To scrub the floors, right. Vacuuming yeah. and wiping everything. Like, that's not what I expect. Right. I don't want that from you. You're paying us money to be here. Um, I don't expect that. But I, I do want to say, like, it makes it so much more difficult to clean when there's just so many things in the way. Yeah. Right? You yeah. mentioned this earlier, like it takes so long to actually scrub the floors. With the mechanical floor scrubbing yeah. machine. Right. But if there's you know, if there's a twenty or thirty minute prep time of putting all the benches back and right. making sure the kettlebells are off the floor and moving the rowers or, and it's just like and that's gonna take twice as long to do this. I'm gonna have to figure out a time to do it and we have classes running all day so there's only yep. so many spare minutes I'm not trying to make excuses but I'm yeah. just saying the reality is if I'm spending half of my cleanup time putting things straightening away up, straightening yeah, yeah then yeah well I'm like I know you and I have talked about this too if you don't know there's a lot of you know and I'll use myself example like you know we were at the old gym for a while and we transitioned to the new gym and in that time you know you've redesign where some things go mm -hmm. and so from time to time heck i can't remember you know yep. where the where we're not putting the piece of equipment mm -hmm. but so if you don't know ask someone's gonna know yep. and it just takes a few seconds to ask your coach or ask someone else like hey i can't remember where we're putting this now, now obviously there's things that are easy to see where they go like the wall balls yeah you know that's that's an easy one uh or the the kettlebells is another easy one but I think even with some of the kettlebells, like, you know, I've noticed it won't be up on the rack. It'll be on the floor in front, mm -hmm. you know. And I know that kind of area right there, that's where a lot of the extra equipment gets put. And it's just not – if people are trying to get stuff in and out of there, it just doesn't make it easy if they're having to navigate around yeah. uh, something that doesn't belong, especially when it's right next to the shelf. So um, – and I don't even mind – and I'm sure now I'm going to get inundated. Well, this will be a good test. So – for all you podcast listeners out there, we'll see how many, how so much reach this thing has. Ask if I were to class with you, just to, just to measure to see how how this works. Ask me to help you clean up, and I will absolutely help you okay. That's fine. pick up a plate, pick up a kettlebell, and put it back. And so I mean, that's the other thing. Like, just be courteous. Like, try to try to make it look look like it was before you got there. Yeah, and I think that the the main point behind all this stuff, like. We already do, as a community, this really well, more or yep. less. But I think making it a spoken thing where we're like saying, hey, please make sure that you're on time to class. Yep. Or please make sure that you put your stuff away. What it does is it, I think it ensures that the people who come before you and after you and even the people who are involved in your group that you're in um, are getting the best experience they can get. You know, the best. And so like at the end of the workout when people are cleaning up, I've noticed a lot of times... You know, my barbell's cleaned up, and so, like, I'm going to go and help whoever Somebody else put else, up their yeah. barbell. And that's always good. I just feel like what we end up doing is we lose out on 
the other detail type stuff. And right. It feels like chaos from time right. to time. Right. Well, organized chaos. And I think a lot of that, especially that one, like, you know, so you talked about the ropes and the rules, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the cool things I think that you mentioned in the ropes was like, I will be a good teammate. Yeah. And like I've I've kind of used this analogy with people who don't who don't CrossFit. They ask me about it all the time, or reluctantly, like I'll mm-hmm. you know start a conversation knowing that I'm going to get to my roles and stuff. But um, <laughs> you know, honestly, I, I, I honestly goodness feel this way. Like coming in here and doing the stuff in here every day feels way more like team sports stuff that I used to do when I was a kid or when I was in high school. You know, it feels like kind of like the football team. You know, and part of being a good teammate on any team sport is you help each other out. You know, you pick the other person up when they're not having a good day. Mm-hmm. You help clean up with them if you know that they had a really tough workout or they're struggling. Like I've been there, I'm laying on the floor in my own pool of sweat, and I mm-hmm. look up and someone, a coach, Maura did the other day, she started cleaning up my bar for me because she knew that I, like, <laughs> yeah, I was suffering for a few yeah. minutes there. So, you know, I think. You know, some of this stuff plays back into that, too. And I think if we're all just better teammates and, and treat each, treat the gym and each other with respect, then, you know, I, I think that'll go a long way. Yeah. Well, and when we have uh, a friend of mine just texted me yesterday asking, I wonder if he's listening to the podcast. Hey, Jesse. <laughs> um, he texted me uh, this week asking, hey, about how many members did you have in your first six months? It doesn't have to be exact. I'm just going to sure. look for a roundabout number. And uh, I think at the six-month mark, we had between 40 and 70, something like that. I think it was probably around 50. And uh, it was a very fluctuating number. Sure, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, we had a a small, relatively small number of members. uh, And so handling a gym and a staff for that small of a community was actually kind of easy, right? Right. um, I didn't know what I was doing, so if I look back on it now, I'm like, man, that guy was an idiot talking about myself. <laughs> um, right. So if, you, if you're listening to this, strangely enough, and you were a member here uh, then and you're not anymore, it's way different now. you got to know that. I'm, better, <laughs> I'm but, way smarter. <laughs> um, but, you know, leading a team of three people. Oh, way different. Three coaches. Yeah. It was like water you know, what are they called? The water cooler talking? Yeah, yeah, We can have a discussion that way. Now I have to have like a full-on Facebook group where we have agree and understood, you know, right. expectations and comments on our staff page and those kinds of things. And we have meetings and that kind of thing. So like, that was easy. Now, there's, you know, so much more complexity coming into it, right? So you yep. have 50 people who are members, maybe 40 or 30 of them did the workout that day. My floor, my gym, it's not dirty at all. It maybe right. has a few drops of sweat on it. Sure. Now I've got some classes where there's 20 people walking through the gym. And I remember we did Murph and there was like 125 people in the class at the same time. Just, that's probably a drastic overestimate. But it seemed like that. Yeah. It was full. There was people right. all over the place putting chalk everywhere and sweating all over the place and bring, like running. And so they're bringing in little tiny rocks stuck right. between their threads and their shoes. And so it, you know, it... The amount of stuff right. that has become part of the normal function here is just multiplied dramatically, yeah. which is good. You know, they we're we're a much more successful community and gym than we were five years ago. Right. Yep. Well, and I think too, like, and we talked about this a little bit, like the 
every year we watch the games, and so the, you know, there's always going to be some new thing, some new piece of equipment, some new, you know, task that they're challenged to do, and it's natural for us as athletes to go, that would be really cool to try that or to yeah. do that, and I'm sure as coaches, like you, continuously wanted to expand our capabilities. Yeah. Well, guess what? Sometimes that's going to mean more stuff, you know more pieces of equipment or more challenging things or doing things in different ways. And so, you know, you know, from, I think from your perspective and not to put words in your mouth, so correct me if I'm wrong, but like, you know, you want to continue to try to meet the evolving expectations, but still have an effective, efficient place in here for everything to be and everything to run. And, and the only way to do that is, is if we all try to like, you know, like the, the, the last one you said, take take personal ownership of the gym, the last rule. I think if we all try to do that and embrace that, then I think a lot of the stuff is, yeah. you know, it's no-brainers. With that, I like that rule. Like, personally, if I'm if I'm part of a club, that's different than maybe, like, I just show up to this thing. Right. Right? If I'm part of a club, the, the rise and fall of that group, it falls on my shoulders. It falls on our shoulders. And, you know, that's, that's the way it happens in churches. That's the way it happens in, like, other different kinds of groups where there's, like, hey, I'm, I'm a member of a club. Right. right. That's very, like, a country club even. Like, yeah. That's very different than, like, when I worked out at Urban Active. I don't even right. think Urban Active exists anymore. I think it's called it's LA, LA Fitness. LA Fitness, right. Um, Shout out to you guys. Or something. <laughs> that, that was, like, if I spilled something there... I don't even tell anybody. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I'm not saying that that's a good or bad thing. I'm just saying, right. like, because that's the way that that fitness place was, it was just like, right. I'll leave my, you know, cup sitting there on the floor underneath the bench. Right. And somebody else will come clean it up for me. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, I guess in some ways that's true here, but that's like one of those things that I feel like is, it feels wrong. It feels out of yeah. place and it feels, it's got that texture of, Against your nerves, type of thing. Yeah. Like, hey, don't do that. You know that. Right. Well, I think if somebody sent me a text this week, uh, they had um, they had puked in the urinal. Okay, we'll see if he's actually listening to this now. He's part of our new year class. Um, he puked in the urinal, and it and it was there when I showed up the next morning. Um, the coaches didn't realize the coaches in the classes that they didn't realize that it had happened. Um, and he sent See, me there's a, a bucket for that, man. No. He sent me a text, and he's like, "Hey, man, I puked solid twelve like twelve minutes after the class was over. You know, uh, so you know, tell your cleaning lady I said sorry." And um, I, I said, "Bro, I'm your cleaning lady." You know, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I, I just told, told him. <laughs> I told him I was like, you know, make sure that you uh, chew your food better. <laughs> <laughs> So, Dude, what was that? Hamburger? Well, yeah, but like, well, I mean, it looked like he had relatively healthy nutrition. Like lots of, uh, looks like lots of peppers and onions and tomatoes and stuff. But. That's a good way to check to see if your nutrition foundation is applied correctly. Yeah. So, but like, it's not a nameless, faceless person right. know, a lot of times. And we, yeah, have yeah. A, we have a woman who comes in occasionally and she'll like once a week do like a deep clean of some of the, sure. like the restrooms that need extra, t- extra attention that I'm not... Right. really good enough at to right, get. Yeah. Um, and but you're not going to let that go for a week. A no, week. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, so, but, the, like, 
that's me who's doing these things. Right. And I know that, you, you know, this gym, some people don't care that it's me. Right. But I think a lot of people, when they realize it's not just like a corporation, this is like my <laughs> right. friend Charlie who's doing some of these extra things sure. that, you know, it might change the function. Right. And it might change yeah. the actual yeah. function. Well, I think, you know, it's those things aren't mutually exclusive. Like, we can, you know, as an athlete, I can come in here and say, you know, I pay a premium to come in here and, and get coaching services and to get fitness and to get programming and to get pushed into places that I'm not comfortable pushing myself, right? Yeah. You know, I can say that I, I pay for that, but I can also say, you know, like I said, it's not mutually exclusive to, you know, to admit this, that I also have friends that are coaches. Mm-hmm. I also have respect to those friends and coaches and to other members of the gym. So I don't want, you know, I, I don't want, I don't want to use a bar or do a pull-up and cut my hand and have a buddy of mine, have Jeff Deagle show up in the next class and him go to use the same bar because we're both about the same height mm-hmm. and go, oh, come on, who put, who, you know, who didn't clean this bar up? You know, I don't want Jeff to experience that, you know? And so, you know, for me, it's like, that's, that's on me to go finish, to go fix that, clean that off. And like, I, you know, and sure, there may be a time where I forget, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, if that happens, I'm at some point, one of the coaches will see it and clean up. And, mm-hmm. but, you know, you don't want to just assume because I'm paying for this stuff that there's the community won't benefit from me being a good, responsible member of the community. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, like I noticed at PF Chang's, right? There was maybe a little pee dribble on the floor, right, right underneath the urinal where somebody had missed, but like there weren't paper towels all over the place. Right. You know, the customers there decided it's worth it to just actually hit the hole yeah, with yeah. the trash can. Yeah. Um, whereas at the, at the Seneca Park, you know, <laughs> yeah. mess that was well, in there, there weren't even paper towels to be found, right? There was nothing. That's a whole other, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, so well, let's, let's, let's play this game real quick. So what if there's a rule, and there happens to be a rule, Charlie, that I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm going to have a problem with? Mm-hmm. You know me well enough to know that the be early <laughs> to class <laughs> is one that, I'll probably maybe will hit fifty percent of the time. Actually, I think I've been better lately. Been better. Um, so some of these may be challenging for some people. Yeah. Um, what What would be your advice? So let's just use the be early for example. Mm-hmm. Let's just say for whatever reason I can't make it on Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays. I'm coming from downtown. I got a tough time. You know. You asking me for repercussions? <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. So what would be any potential <laughs> repercussions? But how should I, you know, so my, yeah. my, my first instinct would be, like, if it's Moira or, you know, I think, or Justin Miracle, some of the coaches who typically do, like, the 5 or 6 o'clock to say, not just pop in and play, hey, I'm here, I'm going to interrupt the little, you know, but to say, you know, hey, sorry, mate, you know, is it cool if I, I realize I'm late, you know, just out of respect, like, what would be the good if, if one of our stated rules is yeah. be early and John is the person who... <laughs> Well, sometimes break it's that. It's not just you, man. I mean, this is like a, it's become a normal thing to to show up while the warm-up's already going on. Right. Or what, work out like where they're already doing some squats or lifts or whatever and sh- just jump right into that. Oh, right. Yeah. And that's not just a, a situation where it's just not ideal, right? It's actually borderline dangerous for people. And so what we're hoping to try and accomplish with this, I'm not going to give reasons. It's not going to be like, <laughs> yes. you owe me 150 burpees. You know? <laughs> Wait, 150? Yeah. 
They were say like ten. Ten burpees per minute late. You know, like, <laughs> I know gyms that do that. Um, that would be horrible. And that's that's their call. But that's I would be me. really fit. That's, <laughs> <laughs> burpees would be my jam. You know, be all over it. Um, but what we will do is we will probably keep you out of those snatches. Right. Right. Do not do those snatches. You showed up here. The body's not primed and yeah. ready for this. Spend that. You know, the time that the athletes and who are who are on time. Are working on their snatches, spend that time on the rower, you know, the warm-up's still written on the board, but you're not going to get led through it right. at this point. It might just be worth saying, you're going to need to uh, either wait until the next class or, um, I don't know, try to plan better tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Those yeah. kinds of things. Well, and like you said, like, at a, you know, there's a lot going on in a class, and, you know, it's probably, it, it's tough enough for a coach to effectively run the class when there's other things there's open gym stuff going on and there's you know people coming and going especially in the evening it gets pretty busy around here so you know like think about them too like them they're already trying to get a feel for who they have and you know they're 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 constantly trying to cue and improve movements under load and do all those things that they've been trained to do you know like if you're coming in in the middle of something, like you said, like, you know, you're not properly warmed up, your, your technique's not, you just kind of rush through something and you're sacrificing technique, that's not going to be, they're not going to be as effective at coaching if they're having to suddenly take on, you know, someone who's just jumped in or who's rushed through the warm-up. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, and that's that's huge. I mean, I think that for the safety of the athletes, that's why we're putting this as a rule. You know, it's like, hey, make it a priority to be at least on time enough to be able to be a part of the warm-up. Right? You don't have to show up, you know, 30 minutes on, you know, early to sit there and do a whole bunch of extra stuff before you, like, feel free to do that. Right. That's why we have Open Gym. Yeah. Um, but don't just jump into a class when it's already going yeah. for the sake of yeah. getting something right. in. And I think I've even, I've done this a couple times, you know, especially some of the midday stuff. Like, I know I won't make it by the 1130 Tuesday class, I can probably be there by eleven forty-five. So, I would come ask you or Corey or whomever say, "Hey, is it cool if I just I'm gonna warm up? I'm gonna join on the Metcon. Yeah. Is that cool? And then I'll do the strength, some some you know whatever that with the skill part later of it on, yeah. later on, like after the class is over. And typically, you guys are like, oh yeah, no problem, no big deal, because that's a nice it's, break. It's and, a merge, yeah, merge, like just with the highway, you can yeah. merge onto the line, the lane. In a, in a proper spot. Right. It's bad for us to just throw you in without a lane to merge into. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, you brought up something here that I think needs to be discussed. Okay. That's the idea of open gym. Okay. Um, yeah, it was one of the rules. That, yeah. So I, I put it in there like the class takes precedence. Yep. Um, they're over, over open gym. Um, I think this is uh, this is one of the opportunities for our gym to uh, to grow the most right now. Right. That's how I wrote it. I worded that right. Yeah. It 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 could be viewed as just full fledged chaos sometimes, um, and I I can't have that. Like I can't have like people trying to do handstand walks while there's you know friend going on. And right. That, that's just that's dangerous for everybody. It's distracting those kinds of things. And so what we you know what we need to have is an understanding of. You're coming in for open gym, and we we provide open gym as part of your membership. 
I've decided not to act, not to ask you to pay extra for it, um, despite the encouragement and guidance of business mentors and other gym owners that I've spoken with who've said this is what you need to do. You're you're wasting money by doing this. Right. I said, you know, this is important for us to be able to provide as a extra perk of membership. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Use this. Um, but in order for that to be done right, there needs to be an understanding within the athletes and the coaches to where it's like, okay, at you know, four o'clock today we'll probably have eight people working out. And eight people in our gym our size, there's room for people to do more or less whatever they want in the open gym area. Right. Um, now if that class were eighteen and not eight now things get a little bit more confusing, especially if it's a Monday, Wednesday, or Friday at 5, and we've got our kids' class going on. Right. Um, and so there's there's pieces to the puzzle that have to be in place, and which is that that's where the rule comes in. You have to go and get permission from the coach beforehand, before you start putting together a barbell or grabbing all the rowers or whatever the plan is, get permission from them. If they say no, that's okay. Right. It's okay for them to say no. It's their decision. They're the ones who are making this decision. Um, and you need to be okay with that. Adjust. Go outside and play. We've got plenty of room outside, added uh, area. You can take a barbell and some weights out there and play with them. Um, it's a great opportunity to practice running. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But if they say no, that's their call. Right. And there are certain coaches here that would probably be more likely to say no than others. That's just the fact of the matter. Um, but the rules still apply. Right. The rules still apply, and we can't have, like, you know, somebody in open gym blasting music as loud as they can, laughing as loud as they can, while there's a coach in the other room trying to have a quiet conversation, more or less, right. communicating to their athletes about the, you know, positions in a clean. Yep. Um, they, they say, you need to be quiet, that means you need to be quiet. That means you're probably not going to be dropping barbells, right? That's unfortunate, especially right. when you're trying to do a you know max effort snatching something else. Right, right. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, but if you really want to do that max effort snatch, go outside. Yeah. Right. Um, and that that is one of those situations where okay, so the, the metcon's going on in the other room and the music's blasting. Cool. Drop the barbell all you want. Yeah, yeah. You're not being a distraction. Just just be cognitive yeah. of what's happening. Um, what the what the coach in the class is doing yep. or classes are doing, yep. and because you know that falls back in line with one of the rules, like the classes take precedent over yep. over open gym, yep. you know. And and I think the other thing about that is like if I, I, I keep coming back to the whole being a good teammate thing, but I think that's part of being a good teammate. I mean, yep. sure, we all we all have schedules that are tight, and we all have a, a window of time we have to get our workouts in, but. The, uh, the people in the class that are trying to get instruction have a window that's just as tight as yours is. Yep. And they're in that particular spot, just like you in your, in your particular spot. So, you know, just be respectful. And I think, like, I think the, the, the same thing would go, you know, the other way for people in class when it's, when it's not a crazy time. If there is somebody in an open gym, you know, be respectful of them. Be a good teammate to them. Mm-hmm. So if they are, you know, as you're going over to get weights – you know, 
and they've clearly set up some spots. They're, they're trying to do a lift or something. Like, just give them 10 seconds to do the lift and then get your weight, yeah. you know, kind well, of type yeah, stuff. Yeah, because we've, I mean, we've got the platforms right in front of the yeah. plates right now. I mean, it, it can make... You know, it can make the difference in somebody's lift if you yeah. walk right behind them right yeah. before they pull. And yeah. And so I think if we all kind of embrace that, like being a good teammate to each other, then it's stuff like that's not a big deal because, you know, we'll, you know, they'll see that I'm trying to give them extra space or extra time to, to get in a lift. And so then it's not a big deal for them to take an extra couple minutes while the coach is trying to yep. do some instruction. So I, it's just one of those things. I think that's a good umbrella that everything else nicely tucks underneath. It just makes sense. Yep. And, uh, you know, what, what I would prefer to try and do at some point, if anybody out here is listening and you're not a member of our gym or even a local, local, I don't know who's listening to this thing, but if you ever come, please send me an email before you come in and say, hey, I want to be your secret shopper. Right? When I worked at Kroger a long time ago, <laughs> oh, right. yeah. there, was a, uh, there was a secret shopper that would show up right on occasion, and they would just see and, and observe. There was a list of questions right. that they had to come through. Um, whether we were providing adequate, you know, uh, care, treatment. Right, or, yeah. Uh, the service, service. yeah. Um, I would like to get a completely unbiased outsider's perspective on this. You know, come in, do your thing, answer some questions, right. and then... That would give me, because I see things. There's this thing called club blindness. I don't yeah, know yeah, if you know yeah. Who Thomas Plummer is. I know um, the concept. Like the broken plate that's sitting on the floor by the you know whatever thing. Yep. You don't even notice it after it's been there for so long. Right. And that's just, the way my eyes get. I get right. to the point where I'm like, wow, that's just the way it really is. So it's not a big deal. It it's part of the club. Uh -huh. Right. Um. And. Those things are there, and so like I'm already seeing things through a biased perspective, and right. you are too, whether you like it or not. You already too, you are too, and uh, some, somebody walking in with a completely clean perspective would help me so much to see what are our blind spots as a club, right? right as a community. Yep. So. Yeah. No, that that's I don't know if you've seen the movie Burnt. It's got a lot of cursing in it, so I'm not recommending it for that. But it's a it's Bradley Cooper's fantastic. It's about him opening a restaurant in London and the whole premise of the movie is that there's this person that will come in and review the restaurant mm -hmm. and so everything they do is all geared around making sure that the experience is perfect and yeah. what the, what they realized was rather than trying to gear the experience to make that person happy mm -hmm. if they make the experience for everyone happy then it will also suit that person yeah. so that's you know it's kind of the same way it's like you know we, if, if we just treat everyone with that level of respect as teammates then I think that I think so we'll here's a question for that let's say you show up and you're like I need 100% hell music right full blast 100% loud as it'll go just the sounds of torture and death <laughs> right okay okay Chris Galvin used to call it hate I need some hate give me some hate oh right okay uh, and you show up to a class and it's I don't know Justin Miracle's class and he's teaching <laughs> and it's like I don't know. Boy band time. Blondie or whatever. <laughs> whatever he likes to listen to. Pop from the 80s. Right. How do I make everybody happy in that scenario? I can't. Right. right? It's impossible. I can't. So the, the, and that's just one, okay, so I just have different musical preferences. Sure. Well, I want to be able to drop the barbell on every rep. I don't care if it's just got a talent. 
no, that's not cool. Right. Well, you're not happy now. The person who wants to make sure that they're being dainty and quiet, they're really happy because they're like, oh, I'm, this makes me so much happier that I don't have to like slam this weight on the right. floor. Um, two different preferences. Yeah. Or I just want to work out for an hour straight. Just nonstop go. Right. Okay. Like an Emily Pillow type. Right. Um, do you say you an hour? What? I think she does two hours. Yeah, yeah, give me that hour and then I'm going to do extra credit afterwards <laughs> right. for the next two hours. Right. So like, and then there's the, there's me <laughs> who I just, I want to get my sweat as hard as I can for five minutes and then I'm done. Right. You know, um, but we can't do that either. We can't right. do both. Um, each of these things comes down to a question. Right? Everything is who gets the preference, right? Do we listen to the you know hell, death, and pain torture music, or do we listen to the boy bands that Justin Miracle loves? Right. Um, do we drop every barbell or do we not? Do we? And those are really, really delicate situations because that person who loves the the hell music and the person who loves the boy bands. They're both people who are enormously valuable to me right. and to this gym. And so I think that in the dialogue of being a good teammate, see, that guy's not happy. <laughs> Very unhappy. That snatch was amazing, though. <laughs> uh, comes down to being a good teammate, being able to right. say, you know, I value you just as much as I value that person. Right. And that doesn't mean that because we're listening to death and torture music, Right now, uh, versus Justin Bieber, that I like him more. Right. You. you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, there's. I mean, I think in in a community, there's going to be variety, mm-hmm. and I think you, you know, like I use this analogy all the time for other stuff. Like, you know, my I have an older brother, and we are into different stuff. You know, we. He's seven and a half years older than me. He's had a birthday. Happy birthday, buddy. <laughs> Probably don't listen to this, but whatever. Um, Way to get old. Yeah. Um, but he's still my brother. Like, yeah. he's still, you know, I, I still love him. I still would do things for him that he that he can't, you know. So even though, like, I'm probably not necessarily going to go hang out with him because we're not into the same stuff. And I think that's, yep. like... We're a community of people. There's something about, we've talked about this before, there's something about doing this stuff together that makes you closer than if you go to LA Fitness and work out beside anybody and any of that equipment. I mean, you might end up, like if you're there enough and you're doing enough of the same things, you might get to know one or two people. Like, I feel like I know um, many, many, many people up here. Just because you suffer through this together and there's the comp- this natural camaraderie that's built. So, you know, I think if we just, again, be be good teammates, have that level of respect. And I think, like, we all come in and, like you said, like, one of the other ones that I really liked, one of the rules was I'm going to make this my priority. You know, it, we're, we're trying to push ourselves to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, if we all can't go... If my sweet spot of working out is when I listen to Justin Bieber, mm-hmm. you know, I have to expand my horizons a little bit to be challenged to do things that are uncomfortable for me, you know? So it's okay that every once in a while I don't get my Justin Bieber. Uh, it's a complete made-up situation. Sure. I don't really like Justin Bieber. Yeah, of course. But, you know, I mean, that's, that's the whole idea. It's like push yourself to be a little bit uncomfortable, and that's how you grow. Yep. 
you know, and that's how you get new perspectives from new teammates that you may learn that while, you know, Chris Galvin loves hell music, like, he also has the exact same goofy personality that I do, so we can get along really well, even though I don't like his music, you know, kind of type of thing, so. Right, and so I think that, you know, in this whole priority thing, like, you're investing a lot of money, time, social capital, like, all of those things are going on here. Like, don't waste it. Right. Just, you know, yeah. when, we, when we do the no sweat intros for people right now, um, and they are talking about signing up, that's the first thing that I make them promise to me. I'm like, look, this is not a church. It's not a nonprofit organization. This is a business. Right. You make a donation to your church. You don't make a donation to me. If you give me money, I expect that you get something in return. Yep. And so if you're giving me $125 this month to work out, Show up and do it. Yep. Get your money's worth out of it. Don't like squander that opportunity. Don't just make a donation. There's you know a handful of people in the new U class right now that are doing that very thing. They're they gave me money a lot more than you guys pay for a month of membership, and it's going to waste. It's going to waste. It's 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 going into my bank account. I'm not giving it back to them. Right. But, you know, it's going to go to pay for the new plates that I just bought. Right. People keep dropping 10s and 15s on the <laughs> Right. Um, but they have to but prioritize. It's not, going, yeah. it's not going back into their transaction. They're not prioritizing it to take advantage of the value that they can get out of that investment. Exactly. They, they said, here's what I want to accomplish. Right. This is my goal. This is how I'm going to be different after this is over with, right, when it's all said and done. And they're not going to get that. We're equipped to help them get that. Right. We're equipped to help you get that, right? Like you as in the plural you, the out there listening people. Um, we're equipped. We know what to do to help you to become stronger and thinner and thinner and strong, bigger muscle. The thing right. that you want, we're equipped to get you there. But you can't do it if you don't do it, right? You can't right. get there if you don't yeah. actually come in here and get your money's worth out of your right. experience. And to make that be something that everyone can do, it, we have to have the ropes and the rules yeah. to make sure that you guys can effectively get everyone to achieve their goals that they're trying to find. Because yeah. we all have different goals. Yep. We're all trying to do different things. Right. Some people want a bigger butt. Some people want a littler butt. Right, yeah. <laughs> cool. CrossFit can help us do both. It just depends <laughs> yeah. on what kind of food you want right. to put in your body. Exactly. Right. <laughs> That was I, I. I think we went bounced around in all the orders for this stuff, but yep. I think we covered each of these things more or less uh, fairly in depth. So we will uh, we will make sure this stuff is posted. Uh, we'll, I'll make sure that it's listed in the notes for this episode for the podcast. But I'm sure you will have ample opportunity to check this out via other places as well. Yeah, it's going to go on our website. It's going to go on our YouTube channel because I'm going to make a bank video for this. Uh, it's also going to be given bullet point uh, particularities and posted all over the place. We might even like have young Stephen uh, give us a nice pretty mural. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we'll be good. Uh, we just want to be on the same page. Right. Uh, as a general, so. Yep. All right. One hour of talking. Done. The rules. We just <laughs> made a new podcast, bro. We did. There we go. And so see you guys in six months. No, I'm kidding. It'll be less than six months before we'll we do at least in. one a year. <laughs> right. We'll commit to that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
All right. Okay, bye.